Hello, and welcome back to the Tune Time Podcast. On today's episode, we have very special guest, Beaton. But before we get into his interview, here's one of his songs, Untitled. telling us about you how you kind of got into what you're doing who you are where you're from all of that kind of easy yeah, man. stuff uh i my name my legal name is beaton b-e-d-o-n lancaster i was born in oxford mississippi grew up in new orleans my dad's a preacher moved to memphis after katrina our house got flooded and then um went to Ole mess and then I just graduated, and I moved to Nashville during a freaking pandemic. So uh, there you go. fun. But yeah, I started doing like music since Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock came out, yes. which I have <laughs> referenced multiple times and then had other, pe- other people try to tell me that I'm jacking their thing. But that actually <laughs> happened. And uh, yeah, I like learned Slow Ride by Foghat. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good one. And like my brother like hates that song now because I would just play it all the time, <laughs> which I did with a lot of songs because you, you have to learn guitar. But uh geez, where am I going? Um yeah, started freaking messing around on guitar, played drums for a while, started a freaking band in high school. I'm not gonna tell you the band name, the real I've ones. Seen, oh, I've seen it. Shout I've out to it. the shout out to the real uh Willby fans. Uh I said it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah the real fans but um yeah i started doing this solo project called beaten super clever name i don't know (laughs) i came up with it but uh like sophomore year of college and um now we're here which is pretty weird so yeah it's been awesome so with you going to ole miss and obviously like you were born there grew up there a little bit um Obviously, like the me moving to Birmingham, like I heard a lot more about like the music scene in Oxford. So, like, was that kind of another inspiration to kind of get you going on like your to get project that like, you're doing, like being in Oxford? Yeah, like that whole like yeah, music scene. yeah, dude. Oxford's dope. It's pretty blessed with a dope music scene. Proud Larry's is like one of the best venues. It's probably the best venue in mississippi one of the best venues in the south like i saw whitney there this year sold out show they would have played the freaking lyric which is like a 1200 cap venue in oxford but i think like a fraternity had a like parents weekend so they were like (laughs) go to larry's but it was sick and uh 
Yeah, man. Oxford gets some incredible acts. There wasn't like a, there's like sort of a scene. There's like a, um, a scene of like kind of older people, like kind of like mid twenties, thirties people in Oxford. And then there was like not much of a college artist scene when I got there other than kind of cover bands. Yeah. And then me and my, uh, arch nemesis, Andrew Newman, AKA low noom shout out. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Big. He's like a really good friend and I miss him. Uh, but yeah, we kind of like, not like together or something, but like <laughs> we would do shows here and there. And, uh, slowly like we ended up doing like a couple shows to kind of cap off the whole the whole thing especially this release party that we did at my house like 300 people at my house somebody like ripped the ceiling fan off <laughs> there was blood and cheese on the ceiling afterwards which that I that means it was up. good then it was yeah. sick and the blood was from someone who was like sober, like completely, like notoriously a sober person. And nice. he was so excited that he was just punching the ceiling. <laughs> and his knuckles were like bleeding all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I could explain the cheese. But yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. No, okay, no, I, so I, I was, yeah, the cheese is, is I, I feel like the cheese is even more interesting than the, than the yeah, blood. blood. Yeah, the cheese. So uh my girlfriend, Caroline, we call her pretzel. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> Shout out okay. to Pretzel. She's gonna hate me. Um, You're almost out of shout outs there. That's yeah, three already. Yeah, I know. How many do I have left? Uh, you only get five, man. Uh, okay, damn. Uh, all right, I'll try to keep it down. But, um, dude, so she like we did this thing. It was like a fake birthday party. Like we had a bunch of like birthday stuff, and she like made a cake that was like no one ate, and like. Aww. At, at like a certain point we had like a, fa a kind of fake raffle and like a bunch of really dumb gifts that we gave out and she would like yeah i got this cheese stuff from dollar general i was like oh i thought it was like cheese it's but it was like neon orange cheese sauce like <laughs> like spray like, cheese or like it was like play-doh meets like a, a queso <laughs> and it was like and so I like was giving out gifts and my buddy, Sam, I got a shout out, Sam. <laughs> oh, boy, boy. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Sam Mosley, <laughs> he's a nut job and it was easily the worst person I could have given the cheese to. And he just like <laughs> digs his fingers into the cheese and just throws it on the ceiling. And then I was like, nope. And I grabbed the cheese and threw it out of the window into the yard. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. It was like the middle of the show. I'd been dealing with like cops and people parking all night. And, like was not having cheese everywhere because he was, it was about to get a lot worse. So, so y'all didn't was even make anything house? out of it? No, this is like my house that I lived in for two oh, years. Oh, okay. It's called The Stone. Last shout out. Shout out to the guys who lived at The Stone. That's five. That's five. We, we might give you a couple extra shout outs. Okay. I got to give, give you a loan. <laughs> yeah, this is awful. Uh, it's going great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm rambling. Sorry. Oh, you're good, man. Uh, so you said you were in New Orleans when Katrina hit. Mm -hmm. So has any of that kind of inspired your music um and obviously new orleans is a huge jazz <laughs> yeah. so i mean not not just katrina you know what i mean no just, no no, no, no. the first song i tried to write was like i was like oh like i need to write something about something like emotional and impactful <laughs> and like 
I tried to write a song about Katrina and it was really bad. And like, <laughs> that's what I wrote all my college essays on. Cause they would always be like, talk about like a hard time in your life. And I was like, yep. easy money, <laughs> Katrina. So change a few words around, send it right in. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> but, uh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, I grew up, my dad being a preacher, a big influence on me was like the, uh, church music i don't i think i i was like abnormally surrounded with like unbelievable church musicians and not like it wasn't like a praise band kind of thing it was more just like soul music like every single sunday i would go we would go visit a church in another town and i would be like pissed that they didn't have a saxophone because <laughs> i thought that was like normal and it was like actually amazing like this dude brent rose that's like a low-key shout out um <laughs> but brent rose he would like he's playing in all the jazz clubs like all over town every single weekend and he's incredible jeff epstein he was an incredible pianist he'd play every sunday um my dad's gonna be pumped that i mentioned these guys he's probably gonna listen <laughs> to this so hey dad hey mom shout out to dad and mom yeah oh, that's, a for double. Real, that's a double for real though the real mvps um yeah. but yeah and then yeah, so for sure, like, horns. Always, like, grew up just, like, loving horns, specifically sax. And um, and then in Memphis, like, totally, totally influenced by the musicians who played at our church. Like, this dude, Tony Thomas, who's, like, like uh, I think, yeah, like, U2 came to town back in the day. And... Uh, they were like, oh, who's the best piano player in Memphis? And everybody was like, Tony Thomas. So he's like on one of their records, which is nuts. He was literally Sweet. like just an old freaking incredible pianist. And uh, Josh Threlkeld, yeah, all these incredible musicians through the churches that I was brought up in. And yeah, I was just, that's that's like probably one of the biggest impacts on me just musically because it was just like soulful music and anybody i think regardless of whether you believe in it or not could go and objectively be like these dudes are unreal like right so it was sick i loved it so you you can voice your opinion how you want so our mutual friend grayson from memphis yeah big big hill dog Big Hill Justin dog. Timberlake guy. Yeah. It, does that, do, do you feel the same way about Justin Timberlake that I met him one time? They, hey, there you go. Yeah. Wow. His uh, first cousin was my high school football coach. Um, <laughs> I never got to touch the field really, but uh, my <laughs> sophomore year, I was the quarterback on the freshman team, if that tells Ooh, you anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, coach, our coach, he his first cousin is Justin Timberlake, and like for like a month or like something, he was gone because he went to freaking Justin and Jessica Beale's wedding in Italy. Wow, nuts! I don't know if he wanted me to say that, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and we were at like a Grizzlies game, and like people would just like give us tickets to stuff because my dad's a preacher, and they're like trying to get him to put in a good word, I guess. <laughs> with god uh <laughs> so we were sitting and i was like hey justin's at this game he's like yeah he's right there and i was like oh and then he was like yeah my dad like said what's up because he's does that to everyone and 
Justin was really freaking nice. It was really cool. Took a selfie with him. Used to be on my Instagram. <laughs> I deleted it, but it's <laughs> out there somewhere. So that's amazing. Grace Grayson will appreciate that. I think I told him when I last time because I think he mentioned Justin Timberlake for some reason, and I told him that All story. Right. So shout out to Grayson. I think that's ten now. Yeah, <laughs> now Timberlake. Grayson and, Hill Hill Dog. Everybody and if Justin Timberlake's listening. That's yeah. yeah, JT. JT, JT. It's been a while. Buddy. Good friend. Miss you, man. <laughs> Dude. Bennett, I, you mentioned like before Beaden joined the Bone Zone. So yeah. I don't know anything about Here it. Go. But Here I want to hear about the this, Bone Zone. This is the biggest yeah. shout out I could possibly give. Shout out to the Bone Zone. <laughs> A bone, <laughs> Beamer, and Q. Um, they're the horn section that we uh, tour with, and they are the best dudes in the freaking world. I love them very much. And yeah, I call them the Bone Zone, and I always introduce them as the Bone Zone. And they're sick. They're awesome dudes. And they're all like, they were all in the oldest marching band. So that's how I met them. I was just oh, like, oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and like when I first started like dealing with them, I know so little about theory and stuff. I was just like, dance, monkey, like do, do, the, do the horn thing, like because I just and they would just be like, are you kidding? Like, who's this guy? But yeah, Bone Zone rocks, man. Freaking shout out to the Bone Zone. That that's what I noticed when I first listened to your music because I love the saxophone in the mm-hmm. indie kind of genre and that I, that always sticks out to me that and then like the horns like you said that kind of the old school jazzy kind of sound is so cool heck yeah thank you dude i appreciate that thank you so, so like i guess this is a bigger question like regarding your music what what would you like classify <clears throat> your music as like genre wise i'd say it's like uh thrash core okay just kidding <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, you I'm guys like, were oh, all like, yeah, we'll just gonna like, go with it. Yeah, y'all literally went like, right, guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like I want to say it's like indie rock, and like if I yeah. had to have the little tagline, it's like with a horn section. So yeah. I want to try to keep the horns around in the music just because it's so much fun to play with um oh yeah some of the stuff i've been writing more recently isn't as horn centric but i want to work it in somehow i really liked um phoebe bridger's new record yes yeah and she used um like i heard kyoto the single and i was like oh man i hope there are horns all over this because i need some more horns horn inspiration uh just for like ways to pull you know for writing and there wasn't that a lot of horns, but I really like that album. So thanks, Phoebe. Shout out number <laughs> Shout out Phoebe. Eleven. Eleven, yeah. You got a stally. Yeah. Sorry. Get the whiteboard behind. That's me. great. We love it. We love it. That that just means eleven more people have to listen to the podcast now. Yes. Because I shouted them out and now we tag them and make them feel bad. Especially Justin Timberlake. He yes. has to listen. Yes. He looks a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, my buddies at Ole Miss, uh, they had this like radio show called the Wowzer Hour, and uh, they would do this like uh, bit every single week. It was like with Reese Witherspoon, like reach out. So they just like 
reach out to Reese Witherspoon on social media <laughs> and just like try to get her to respond or acknowledge their existence, which is just the most like random, <laughs> like A minus list celebrity. It's just like super funny. So I don't know. Hey, maybe leg- you guys Legally Blonde was great. I'll give them that. I've actually never seen uh, Legally Blonde, but she's great. She's in uh, Walk the Line, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome in that. I'm try- I don't think I've seen too many movies with Reese Witherspoon in them. I know my mom has a book by her downstairs. Always reads it. <laughs> Shout out Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. Reese, if you're listening, my number will be at the, in the description of this podcast. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Now, What's your favorite song you think that you've made? Uh, and why is it? I really like, man, I really like Mookie Blaylock. Mm. Um, which was not on the album because it wasn't a part of the narrative. Uh, but I freaking love that song, and it's like totally the kind of like vibe of the newer stuff that I'm working on, and uh, just more like upbeat and fun, and like not necessarily lighthearted, but like in I don't know, like there's some pretty like depressed moments on morning, which I love, and I'm like I was kind of pretty down in the dumps when i made it so you know uh i was sad okay uh uh, maybe some of the best music comes out of that yeah yeah i really liked uh i don't know i love uh blue number two off Mm -hmm. that's probably my favorite recording we did i just think it's really cool and uh yeah i would probably say like those two to play live carolina is a freaking nuts rock show it's awesome Let, let's just it. let's just go ahead and uh acknowledge this so when i called beaten like two weeks ago three weeks ago i had this one question it was this burning question obviously we're from south carolina <laughs> and yeah. I, I was like beaten i gotta know is carolina about north or south and you can tell me what you told me yeah um Neither. It's about a lady. <laughs> so, yeah. And she was sitting right there she when was. you were on the phone. And I was like, Hi. "Wow, baseball uh, man." Yeah, it, it's uh, it's about old pretzel, old pretzel. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I know you're listening. So, did you ever? Yeah. Did you ever That's go to name. Alpine? Yeah, man. I worked at, uh, like, as a camper. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up camping there. Like, a bunch of my, like, lifelong friends are through Alpine. And then I was a counselor there for two summers. And that's where I wrote pretty much that whole album. Was, like, so on my for cab- cabin everybody porch. listening, like, Alpine is I – di- I had no idea until I came to Sanford. Alpine yeah, is, like – the greatest thing that has ever happened it like of all time if you're around anybody that's ever been like yeah people if, if they've been to alpine and they and you bring it up you better get ready you better sit down for about two hours because they're big. just gonna go on and on about it hill dog is a big pine man hill dog is a big <laughs> pine man my goodness but yes it, it's a great place very uh very thankful for all my experiences there, but <laughs> yes, people can um, totally tuck you off. Uh, so 
you recently moved to Nashville. I did not know that was a place for artists besides just country. I thought it was like, if yeah, you're a country man. artist, you go to Nashville and that's where, and nothing else really. No, it's like straight up everything. Um, yeah. The whole industry is, it's really here, LA or New York, but probably more LA and here at this point. Um, yeah. Which is nuts. Really cool. And it's like not that far from where I grew up and like the people I know and love. Except my parents moved to Chicago, so they're pretty freaking far now. But it's whatever. Uh, but like, it's like it's a really like I don't know. They like talk about it like strategically. It's like dead center of like f- however many like big markets for touring in the U.S. So you got like the Southeast and Texas, Chicago, New York, Midwest, whatever. So like the only thing you can't really hit is like West Coast and like out west. So right, it's um, it's it's the spot to kind of like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like think twice about moving to Nashville. It was, this is where I like did all my recording. My producer is here, uh, Adam Lockamus, who is the reason that I, my music sounds like it does. He is literally the, Oh yeah. The shout outs. I didn't fifteen shout him out, but um, <laughs> Adam is, yeah, he's definitely man. shout out to Adam. Adam is. Yeah. <laughs> the reason that my music sounds like it does. So I freaking love Adam and he's been a big part of what I do. So, um, but yeah, I mean, moving to Nashville was like a no brainer and they're like, we met so many awesome people on the road and just like with people like this Nashville connection sprung up between like artists, like Nordista freeze. Do y'all know him? Oh yeah. You guys should interview mm-hmm. freeze. He's the man. Uh, S grant Parker, his buddy, um, uh, bunch of people like that they'd come and play shows like freeze played the uh the release party at my house and uh yeah they all got to experience oxford in like the best way like whereas it could have been like a gross freaking college like party town it was like a really wholesome experience like every time and we had a lot Cheese of fun. on the ceiling yes <laughs> yeah very wholesome. pure oxford that's it right there but yeah, they like yeah the guys in like the Nashville people who would come. That I feel like they got to see a pretty awesome side of Oxford, and Oxford's yeah. such a freaking special place. I I love it, but I didn't want to stay forever. You know, I was ready. Yeah. I was ready to roll. I hate school, so like I was freaking. <laughs> I was done with school since like sixth grade. I hate it. Yep. I wish I didn't. I just <clears throat> hate it. I barely graduated. I'm not gonna tell that story to you <laughs> over this. But whoever knows the story, they know it was like unreal <laughs> how I pulled it out. So, yeah. Literally with 0.0% margin for error oh. in multiple, like four <laughs> classes. So, yeah, that's what happened. It takes some skill. I take some skill, yeah. skill honestly. Yeah. It's, I think it's harder to do that than it is to. Yeah, just I mean, to make like B's. Right, it was way, it was you got to really work. I put in way more effort to barely yeah. passing than I could have to like <laughs> getting the good late grades. night calculator crunches. You're like, oh, if I make this, if I make this, I can go low on this. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I bare minimum. It's <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I I loved being at Ole Miss though. It was great. So, what was your uh, most fun college experience? Probably that um, 
I mean, a lot of it's associated with music, probably that release party. I mean, it was just like, it was so cool because it was like every single people group type thing was like, that's represented at Ole Miss was there. And like a lot of like, like people who would not necessarily be going to like kind of indie shows are there like moshing and just like not caring. And like, it was just really special to see that and like see that from a lot of my friends. It was really freaking cool. Made me like just really appreciate just that moment. It was incredible. Um, yeah, it was insane that we did that. And like, I wish I could do it again. And man, yeah, we did it. Well, we kind of did it twice, but like the first one I didn't play it was freeze. Uh, Nordice to freeze came and played a show at my house in the summer. And we just like, it was also yeah. awesome, but like <laughs> yeah. the, the release party was just absurd. And it was a miracle that the cops didn't come till like two in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that. I mean, like, I don't know. Oxford's just a really special place, man. It was awesome. A lot of awesome music that came through that we got to see. Like, honestly, the peak of like my favorite part of all of college was literally right before coronavirus. And then like, like it was like crazy how many awesome shows and stuff happened. And we were like making money and stuff. That was cool. <laughs> we never really <laughs> That's always money. cool. Yeah. When you, it's like free money, uh, you know, <laughs> but like, yeah. And then COVID, really uh freaking sucks for everyone yeah, but at least everybody's kind of in the same boat you know it's not like at least in a musical you know like all these artists are just kind of sitting chilling which sucks but it's the way yeah. it is gotta get so how yeah how do you like work with your band virtually can you like record stuff like i mean because so, like, like we're using god yeah. yeah yeah you're good uh so like i like anything that's like out like um like i like write everything myself because it's like my mm -hmm. solo thing i guess whatever i guess it makes me a jerk <laughs> but whatever <laughs> uh but um i write everything like myself and then like i recently got logic so i've been amazing make like in the last year i got logic so I, I make demos by myself and then take them to adam and we just flush them out even more but, uh, oh, awesome. I mean, like, we, yeah, I mean, I haven't, we haven't been able to like figure out like a show or something or like yeah. haven't had the need to like work virtually with like the whole like eight piece band or seven piece band or something like, which sucks because I freaking miss those guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, right now it's just like I'm writing, writing and making demos and, and getting ready to like, uh, when the time comes, kind of be ready to roll if that makes sense i think that's how most people are right now just waiting to get back out there yeah you know? but i'm trying to like make sure that like when the time comes i can like actually have something ready to go right yeah. and then like go and tour that so whether that's a single or probably not going to be an album although i am working on a new one um and i'm very excited about that that was a recent like okay yes I want to do this because um, that was a little bit like, I don't know, you have like your whole life to write your first album or at least like I wrote those songs over like four-ish years and you know, there's no pressure until you put it out and then not that there's like a pressure other than myself because I just want to grow and like 
push myself because I'm like a competitive person and like I want to like grow I want to get better I want to like do bigger things and like um so with this next record I'm kind of that's kind of what I'm setting out to do it's just kind of one up myself and in, in every sense of the word so I, I think that's an issue like interesting that you brought that up like I feel like as an artist and like obviously we can't relate but that's something interesting is like like you said you put that you have all that time to put that first one out and then when it really hits and people are like you know catching on or like oh yeah this like this is super good like I would love to hear more like that pressure of I don't want to push stuff too quick and get it out too quick and I want to make sure it's right, but also yeah. I don't want it to be like too long where like people start to lose interest and they're like, Oh, well, yeah. we're never going to come out with something. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird thing to do too. Cause I mean, you know, the plan was like, I released my album, I graduate and then I tour for like freaking while and like tour all fall and try to tour all of spring and like get support dates with bands who are like, you know, headlining shows that are like doing really well so like that was the goal and then that didn't happen so i kind of just gotta adapt and kind of be like yo this is the hand i got dealt gotta freaking make do with what i got and like keep going i mean like obviously again i have to kind of sit around and we all do but like i want to like be active and and working towards something something new and something better and i'm still really proud of morning as an album i think it's awesome and like i really loved all of those songs i feel i really liked the like times in which i wrote them and i feel like in a lot of ways i've matured as an artist and i'm ready to showcase that as well uh, right yeah i just like yeah i want to like but i don't want to rush it and be like look at me go like I'm doing this thing. And then like, so I want to like make sure I'm doing it, doing it and doing it intentionally and strategically and well. So like, yeah, cause I want people to hear it and I want people to like it as much as I do and hopefully. Right. So that's awesome, man. And like, I think it's just awesome how you obviously have like a really dedicated group behind you, a lot of support from family and friends and everything. And, and especially just how important it is to you and you're just set on like this is going to happen and i think that's the exact attitude you have to have especially yeah. for an industry i mean it, it's hard it, I, I, it's we hard yeah. Relate to it, yeah but it's hard to get your music out there and everything but with that kind of mental attitude and the support behind you man i think once you can get out there and get rolling again it's going to be awesome yeah thank you man i appreciate that um I think it is. Yeah. Like it totally is hard. And it's like, for sure has something to do with like a little bit of like, maybe luck's not the right word, but something along those lines. And, uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of a, uh, I don't know. People might get like butt hurt or something about being like, Oh, it's like not as much about the music and they want to be successful. And I'm like, dude, like I want to like, do what I love for the rest of my life and not have to get a freaking job and be able to like <laughs> be around my family and like be present with people that I love. Like I want to like, of course I want to like do this and I want to like work at it. It's not going to like come just knocking. Like right. you kind of have to go out and freaking get it. 
and mm-hmm. I'm not really afraid to do that. Um, which I'm grateful that I'm not because I know a lot of artists can be kind of timid and stuff. And like, I don't know. I, 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 I want to be and remain driven towards like accomplishing things and accomplishing goals and like just freaking fostering environments with shows that are like incredibly inviting and like a communal experience. Like that's, that is like the, the highest thing that I could achieve is like a bunch of people singing together and like feeling like warm, welcoming, like just presence of being at at a show. So like, that's, that's what I'm after first and foremost. And like, just trying to get, I guess, people to catch on if that makes sense. Oh yeah. The show's totally great. Yeah. 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 How how big a rush do you think there will be once people can truly start going outside and going to concerts and stuff? Like, what will the rush be like for bands to to get at maybe like, get stuff at? Kinda, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be like hard to book because everybody's yeah. gonna be like freaking dogpiling on venues and like trying to get like freaking like booked to shows. So like, that's gonna be nuts. Like, and the demand is gonna be out the freaking wahoo. For people to oh, go yeah. see shows because yep. everybody's yep. like this sucks i want to see people and have fun so like the demand is going to be insane and there's going to be a resurgence and i refuse to succumb to the negativity of this is what it's going to be like forever freaking yeah. screw that we will <laughs> get back i hope <laughs> or else i don't know what i'm gonna do so, <laughs> I'm not allowing that to be an option in my brain. I'm just going to keep <laughs> waiting on it to kind of come around. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be nuts, though, when, when everything kind of goes back to normal and when people are able to play shows. It's just going to be so good, man. Like, oh, it's yeah. going to be so fun. Everyone's going to be having so much yeah, live music. Right. And oh it's everybody's going to like, everybody's going to be there like and just like look around. It's yeah. going to be so special. And like, you know, if anything, that's like, I guess the reason that this happened, not really, but like, I know it's not, but like, it's when that happens, it's going to be like, man, like got a freaking, you can't take this stuff for granted. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's just, it is it makes so special. you appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's so special. And like, yeah, it's the most fun thing in the freaking world. So I really like, oh yeah, I cannot freaking wait to do that again. That is absolutely my favorite thing about music is, is life and, and as a fan like yeah watching yeah. even like live videos of whoever i'm into and like going to see shows like that's the pinnacle of music to me uh i love recorded music i used to not appreciate it as much when i was like first listening to music and then ever have after having like done a bunch of recording myself i i really really like find myself falling in love with like the production of albums and songs and uh yeah sorry i don't know where it's going with that but um so, but live music is like the first love for me so with me. you loving live music like and this is not me like pushing anything i'm just curious have you thought no, what about... do you gotta say huh no no, no. <laughs> well, like what did you thought guy, of yeah. 
about uh <laughs> like doing like a live album oh, like, what is this guy sorry have y'all seen drinking out of cups have y'all seen that video no, no ah go watch drinking out of cups drinking out of cups it's huh? this guy who's like on acid and gets locked in the closet and they put a microphone and he just says the craziest stuff and then someone made this really bad animation to it and it's awesome it's called drinking out of cups everybody should go watch it right now write that down the notes yeah. here <laughs> super awesome i was referencing that the other night with somebody but uh doing a live album is yeah that what yeah uh, i love like audio tree and stuff like that do y'all ever listen to audio tree or like kxp sessions oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah yep, kxp yep. on youtube is sick cheryl waters is Indie so queen. awesome i would freaking poop my pants if i met <laughs> cheryl waters um i love her she's awesome and um yeah obviously i'm not at the like point where i, I mean i don't i doubt we could get like audio tree or kexp um maybe we, maybe we could if we like really push for it or something at some point but like i really like those uh as opposed to like a live album at a show um just like the like pine grove audio tree album that's on spotify like excuse me just burped not in the mic though um i don't know just audio tree sick i love the like the way those records sound so i would love to do something like that but i don't know about like doing like a live album just because it's it's hard to like make that sound like really good yeah. unless you mm -hmm. got like money <laughs> so <laughs> which we do not have not right now somebody pay me please <laughs> god please <laughs> starving over here <laughs> not kidding um, what's the it might be uh the kfp they did like the <laughs> they did like the um they're like in a little like library what are those called the tiny the desk tiny desk the tiny yeah the, NPR, yeah, the tiny desk was. is absurd i was yeah, watching a tyler the creator's tiny desk today yep yep i love yep. Tyler the Creator. That's also like the biggest thing for me right now. It's just like been obsessed with like few like I, I was never like really into hip hop or rap all that much. I mean I would like listen to it before like football games to like pump myself up, I guess. Justin Timberlake. Uh, probably like no, it was like Chief Keef, like ah, Love yes. Sosa, stuff Love like Sosa. that, I guess. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The um, barbershop. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I just got like started with Frank Ocean and then Kanye and then uh, Jay Z and then Kendrick and then uh, Tyler and like just slowly meandering. And I always like text people. It's like uh, I think uh, Fred Armisen makes fun of Bill Hader and he's like, "Dude, have you heard the Eagles?" Like he was just like he's always like, "Yeah, Bill's always really late on like these like massive artists." And he's like, "Yeah, we, we've all heard them," and he's like, "They're great." But that's how I am with my buddies who like love hip-hop and rap i'm like dude have you heard like college dropout before <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah man it's like day one stuff but uh yeah i'm just really that's like the artists that have inspired me probably the most over the past like couple years so i haven't really been into like guitar driven music as much but i need to find more because that's the kind of music i make hey so it's gotta be we can help yeah. you out with that 
Yeah. Yes. It's got. <laughs> and that's our first sponsor, Tomb Time Podcast. Uh, yeah. Our own shameless playlist. plug. Hey. That is a shameful plug. Just kidding. We are going to make sure to get that's you shame. the first edition of the Tomb Time shirt coming out. Yep. Give me yeah. a Tomb Time shirt. I will rep it. Rep it hard. Yes. Love to hear that. Yes. And in, in, in town, in the big pair, as we call it. Hey, maybe even a maybe even a dad hat. <laughs> no, no, we're looking at we're looking at some some dad hat designs. Dad Gotta hat, go. yeah, that sounds cool. I'll check out yeah. a dad hat. <laughs> it's got to be cool to be able to listen to music like you're saying. You get into Tyler Creator, and that be called pretty much research for you. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I have like a list of like a bunch of albums because I just like and I haven't gotten around to it. But my buddy Ryan and Carson, these guys. I'm like pulling it up. I don't know. I have this like really long, yeah, albums to listen to thing with like a bunch of stuff I just like totally should have listened to by now. And like, I'm going to go in and like really like dive into a lot of this stuff almost in a research kind of way because I want to like draw inspiration and like direct, not like direct influence, but like production influence from certain records. So. Whatever do you know like album. do you know yacht club ryan yeah uh not personally but his uh instagram name he's buddies with noom yeah and his low noom yep. uh calamari algorithm calamari algorithym, <laughs> and i love right, that video yeah, have y'all seen that video <laughs> have y'all seen that video which one which one yes calamari algorithm no uh, will probably has you know what i'm talking about i have yeah you know what yeah, i'm talking I about have... or he's like trying to see how much calamari he can get between like by either buying it with cash or by uh getting like tokens at dave and busters by playing this game called hoopla and then he goes like and the answer is a resounding yes and like then he goes into this whole stupid equation it is so dumb it's awesome calamari algorithm also go watch that watch that drinking out of cups and uh yeah you got a lot of stuff to do after love, this podcast love man. youtube I love YouTube a lot, way too much. So, do you ever you ever go down the Facebook video drain? No, dude, I don't really get on Facebook all that much. Oh. Uh, but I watch a ton of like cooking videos, like oh, yeah. Bon Appetit. Um, yes. Except they Sam the cooking guy. No, I haven't seen him. Wow, oh, um, he's good. <laughs> I like got really into cooking over quarantine. Uh, my buddy Puffer is like a really good cook, and. <laughs> I like tried to cut an onion in front of him one time and he was like, give me that. What are you doing? And then I like was like shamed into like wanting to cook better. I, I don't know if I've told him that he probably would get mad, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Cooking out of fear is what I'm doing now. So I really like it though. It's really fun. Probably the biggest hobby I picked up during quarantine. So that's pretty shout out food. Dope. Shout out, yeah. <laughs> shout out puffer yeah shout Get out puff, flat iron. <laughs> yeah dude shout out to beaten one for being yeah. on the podcast yeah. but two for creating awesome music thank you all, man. we have some on our playlist and absolutely listen to it on all platforms and keep doing you man thank this you is man awesome. thank you this was super cool you guys rock Big fan of the thanks, man. Big fan of the pod, and uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, check out my music, please. 
God. <laughs> Dying over here. Uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you all for having me, man. This was super cool. I love podcasts. I love doing interviews. I love listening to interviews. So this was really fun. And uh, shout out to Hill Dog for making this happen. Shout out Hill Dog. Shout out Hill Dog. Too many shout outs. <laughs> I feel like a, a turd for shouting out people this much. But I'm just going to call the episode the shout out. Oh. Yeah. 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 The shout we out. Start, we like, start doing that now. That's like, like my really bad like 2000s butt rock band. The shout outs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Beaten in the shout outs. We can, yeah. we can just start doing that. It's like it's like uh Top Gear Grand Tour. <laughs> Instead of doing yeah. lap times, we just count how many uh shout outs everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> I have to have set the <laughs> set the bar high. I feel like I don't know if you've had other people shout people hey, out. Is that, that, it, was, it was a good I do this a lot now that I'm thinking about it. Pretty much it every be, interview I do this. Yeah. So it was a good performance. <laughs> Damn it! I just got super self conscious about my shout out. <laughs> no, dude, they're great. No, dude, they're great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. people love, from at least the feedback we've gotten, people love kind of the personal, funny jokes like that. Yeah, I'm I mean. crazy. I'm the crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> That last song right there was Mookie Blaylock by Beaton, of course. That was the one he said was his favorite, but it's not on his latest album. Make sure to check out his latest album and that song, Mookie Blaylock, on all major streaming platforms. And thank you guys for listening. Beaton, we really appreciate you coming on the show, man. It means a lot. Make sure to tune in next week for a new episode of the podcast. Thanks. Thanks.